Hi everybody, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome back to episode 67 of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. What a great weekend it's been so far for us. Yeah, well for you, really, uh, you had quite a Saturday, right? I definitely had a Saturday. I'm also just still basking in the glory of our video game exploits, but that's a, that's a story for another day. Too damn late. Too damn late. Yeah, it wasn't my intention to... You set us up, Sandy. I did. I did. I set you guys up way too late. I am proud of us for making it as far as we did. Even though even though there was a couple situations where things got pretty dire. <laughs> I will say that we completed a really tough mission on the hardest difficulty. So of all the missions in the game, this is one of the hardest ones. We complete said mission on the hardest difficulty, and we do it with one less person. This seems to me like one of those beginning posts from a game comes out. Someone says, oh, he beat this by himself in X number of hours. And then a week later, he goes, this man beat the game with one hand, even shorter. Then somebody you know. else does it with a guitar hero drum set. Exactly. 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 And we're, we're on our way to the guitar hero drum set clearing of the game. Uh, don't sign me up for that one. Okay. No, yesterday was, uh, yesterday was great because I went on a hiking trip to Breakneck Ridge, first one of the year. Um, for those of you who don't know, Breakneck Ridge is this great hiking trail about an hour and ten minutes north of the city. Just take Metro North up and you get off at Breakneck Ridge. It's funny, there's not a real train platform there. You have to be in the last two cars. And there are these two wooden platforms on the side of the train track and just get off there. Wow. And they basically drop you off on the side of the road. And it's about, what, a quarter mile hike to the beginning of the hike. And the first, say, I want to say the first mile is basically a vertical ascent. You're basically rock climbing. Really? For a yeah. mile, you said? Or... For about a mile, wow. yeah. It's great. It's a lot of fun. The only issue is... Yesterday, because yesterday was, quote-unquote, one of the the nicer days of the year, everyone and their mom wanted to do the hike. I see. Now, so imagine about, I want to say, like 200, 300 people getting off the train at 10 o'clock in the morning, which I think, because we took one of the earliest trains up. Right. And we get there, and it's just everyone in all states of sort of dress and shoes. Some people wore jeans. Some girls are wearing dresses. They're wearing regular sneakers, cross trainers. And I'm <laughs> telling you, man, that's not safe because this is an actual, like you're climbing rocks. Right. It's like, you remember when we were doing um, in Rio, how there were certain parts where we were actually like wedging ourselves in the rocks on oh, our yeah. way up to Christ Redeemer. Yeah, that's the first, that's the first leg of this hike. So, I'm like, you guys are going to die today, and I hope I'm not around to see it, because I don't need that drama in my life. They must have turned around immediately or something. So, in the beginning, when you get dropped off on the train, there's sort of like five different trails you can go on. So, that sort of weeds out a few people, but there is the main trail, starts at breakneck, which is fun. So, we walk with everybody else. It's me, my roommate. 
his girlfriend and his girlfriend's friend. And girlfriend's friend brought a dog, which was great. And we're just making our way to the trail. That's where like a huge group of people are massing up. Some people have never done it. Yada, yada, yada. We just started, you know what? Let's just start moving ahead. Did you say that you've done this one before? I have. I've done it two times before. Okay. Now, the issue is pacing, right? When we did Blanca Lake, it was nice because there weren't people around us yeah. really at all. Yeah, we ran to like, what, two groups while we were going up? While we were going up, we only ran two groups and we just sort of lapped them. Yeah. We like, just there were some people past. who would fly past us. Yeah. We would fly we, past other people. Yeah, exactly. Like we would pass them when they were taking a break and then we would take a break and they would pass us, something like that. Right. But very, like, very, very few people on the way up. Right. Now imagine about a hundred times more people. <laughs> so you're always you behind somebody. You're yeah. Saying, wow. It was crazy. It was basically one long line of people trying to make it up, which is kind of dangerous at certain points because there's not a lot of places to stand. Right. People don't understand the uh, the concept of personal space, especially when you're rock climbing because everyone just wants to make it up to the top of this, like the first leg of the, to the first peak. So if I'm waiting for you to go, it's almost like giving the right away when you're not supposed to give the right away. Right. Someone's like a like a girl or a guy will stand up on the next ledge and be like, no, 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 you go ahead. It's like, no, I can't go ahead because this is a one-man ledge. I can't climb around you if you're just going to stand there. There was this one girl who was wearing jeans. Oh, gosh. She was wearing jeans and these trainers that looked like they had no more traction to it. Like the first time she's got to hunker up and and – and pull herself over this thing. She starts freaking out. She goes, guys, I can't do this. I can't do it. So getting stuck behind her for the first hour and a half was so grating, really, because she just couldn't do it. She wasn't prepared to to do this kind of hike. Yeah. Uh, what time did you get there? We got there at 10 in the morning. Okay. And... When you see somebody wearing jeans and, like, chucks, you're like, you know what? You should go home. Only because this is not going to be safe for anybody. And there was people who, like, because I'm stuck behind somebody, people behind me are getting frustrated. And then they're trying to climb up to my level, like, to my ledge, waiting to get up. And I'm saying, no, nah, dude, you got you to gotta chill out for a second. This is a one-man ledge. Okay. We got to wait for this girl to sort of shimmy her way up between these two boulders so it's my turn to do it. Right. You know, it won't take me a second. I've got hiking boots. I've done this before. So that was a new experience because the last time we went, it was last summer, and we went towards the end of the morning rush. So we got there at around 11 o'clock, and most people had just sort of flown through it already. So it was easy to go at it at our own pace. Granted, our pace is pretty fast, but it was so nice to go at it at our own pace. Yeah, I mean, you're just not getting stuck behind people. You don't have to worry about people behind you. And that's actually, at times, worse than having to wait for people ahead of you. Like, I can deal with people being a bit slower. The problem is, like, if other people behind you are trying to rush you and, and push you off your pace. Exactly. Like, it's it's There's a certain sense of decorum when you're rock climbing or rock scrambling. Just for the the safety of everyone else... Part of me wanted to just, you know, back heel him real quick, see him fly <laughs> off the mountain, 
you keep pushing me. You, you're talking about you're talking about murder here. Is what you're saying? I'm not talking about murder. Part, I'm talking part, about, part of you wanted to commit murder. I'm not gonna say murder. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say part of me wanted to just stretch out my left leg and make contact with your chest. I can't be held responsible for what gravity does. Murder. I think you're making a lot of assumptions here. I don't I'm think my saying, client shares those assumptions. Your client being yourself. Gotcha. I have no idea what you're referring to right now, but. So that so that was one thing that was really annoying. I mean, the weather was beautiful. It was you know like that nice, chilly, crisp air yeah. where you can like work out real hard and you can start sweating, but you don't feel really hot. Yeah, it's good basketball playing weather. Is what I refer oh, to it as. Oh, it's great. It's just great to be outside weather. Second thing that was annoying. It's not like an old man, but the second thing that was annoying was the amount of conversations that were going around. When I hike. I like to be quiet. I like to sort of take in nature and maybe have like a conversation or two, but not like screaming out what I'm th- what I'm saying. Right. You know, like when no. we were doing Blanca Lake out in Seattle, we talked a little bit when we were on break, but a lot of the times we were just huffing and puffing up those switchbacks just to get up there. Yeah, it's like focus on your breathing. That's it. Yeah. That's the primary thing. And sort of just like take in everything around you. We were caught in between all these groups of people, and they were just having the most inane conversations at ridiculous levels. There was this one group of girls, seemed like a group of yoga girls, a little bit younger than us, talking about their summer internships in the city. And then one of the girls just started singing all of these songs from Frozen or something at the top of her lungs. Really? Ugh. In what world is that okay? Just because you're out with your friends, and it's great because I'm out with my friends, you're out with your friends. I shouldn't be forced to have to be a witness to your conversation. Yeah, I hear you. Because now I'm an unwitting participant. They're talking about, like at one point, they get to the top and they're talking about God, but in like a sarcastic way, saying... Oh man, you know, God bless us with such a beautiful day. But then they she made this weird pivot. The leader of the group made this weird pivot to how but still don't forget men are important than women because women came from the rib of a man and without men where would women be? And I'm just sitting there t- you know because we got to the first peak and I go, "Well, y'all just just be quiet. Nobody nobody cares about your sense of humor or lack thereof or what you're saying." I don't care about your summer internship in the city. I don't care about your roommate struggles. I don't care that you can't do this yoga pose. The fact that you're screaming this out around a hundred other people is so annoying. Yeah, I hear you, man. It's so uncalled for. It's it. In fact, it, it, it's just plain rude. I completely agree with you. So we kept my group kept trying to race past them, so we wouldn't have to hear them again. We actually bumped into them in the town. Like four or five hours later, and we all rolled our eyes when we finally saw them, because we finally found some some goddamn peace and quiet. But that was that was the second thing. There was a so there there was a group of like young yoga girls, and then there was we traded that young group of yoga girls when we flew past them for this older white girl, white woman at this point, who was hiking with her friend. 
And for about, no joke, for about 20 minutes, she's talking about how she's having the best birthday month of her life. Now, I don't know how old she was, and frankly, I don't care. But I did not want to hear for about 10 minutes all of the gifts, all the trips, and all of the things her friends have done for her birthday for the past month. Because I don't know about you, Reza, but grown people don't celebrate their birthday for an entire month. <laughs> she was she was doing it big. It was a big. It was she a was big doing month. it real big. She was saying my my you know my yoga friends are take took me to Montana. My friends from high school took me to this other place. My friends from college did this thing for me. This guy bought me this. Another guy bought me that. She got saying, like, I'm so blessed this month to celebrate my birthday, all the gifts I'm receiving. And it was, in my mind, the evolution of what one of those yoga girls would turn into when they reached middle age. Yeah. And it was so scary. (laughs) It was so scary just being trapped, hiking on a beautiful day, on a beautiful mountain, having it ruined for a little bit. Because of this insanely stupid conversations that I have to overhear. <laughs> but, you know, I, I definitely wore my Fitbit on this thing. And by noon, I had reached 10,000 steps. Wow. So, pretty, yeah, we started hiking at around 10.15. By noon, I've hit my 10,000. And so there's like three like mini peaks when you're, when you're hiking up initially. And then you get to the top, and then you sort of like walk, you know, through uh through the forest and whatever, what have you. We walk down the uh, the other side of the the mountain, and then there's like this like sort of this wreckage, or this uh this old house used to be. And we grab lunch there. And uh, roommate's girlfriend's f- friend, roommate's yeah, roommate's girlfriend's friend knew of a second peak that we could do. Because we basically climbed the one main mountain, and then we sort of started making our way back down into Cold Spring, which is just a town, like, along the uh, the trains. Okay. So it's like one... It's like we, we're hiking from one town to the next. The great thing about Cold Spring is they have great food, and they have this ice cream shop called Moo Moo's, which is pretty famous. And so we like to get, like, lunch after the a massive hike, get some ice cream, and then you're right back on the train... An hour later, you're back in the city. Like, it's such a great contained experience. Maybe the next time you're up, we'll do it. Yeah, nice little treat at the end, too, with the ice cream. Yeah. So, she says, oh, there's another peak we can do, which I'm all about. Because I'm trying to hack as many steps as possible. <laughs> so, she goes, great, let's do it. And by the time we got into the city, I'm staring down the barrel at, like, 22,000 steps. 22,000 steps, about 10 miles, I want to say 10, 11 miles, maybe maybe 12 all day at that point. I was feeling good. I was feeling really tired. My legs were, my legs were screaming. Uh-huh. It was because for the, for the last hour and a half, we have to go down the mountain. And it's similar to Blanca Lake where it's so rocky that – well, this one, though, was, was a little bit tougher because it was all loose rocks. Blanca Lake was sort of like dug in so we could just run down at the speed of light, <laughs> which I'm still surprised that we did. Yeah. Well, we. Looking back, 
if I had to see the game tape on that, I'd probably not do that again. But no. But this one, we just took it a lot easier, took it a lot simpler. So you know, if you're climbing down a mountain and you're taking it slow, your your quads, your calves, your shins are all screaming. It's all like that those micro movements, right? Yeah. Just making sure your legs are planted. Right. You're not slipping. But we we make it down. 22,000 steps. I go, okay. I think my record was 25. I'm, I'm going to smoke this record today. So we make it into the town. It's great. We I grab a, a nice coffee. There's a couple of nice stores around. So to just like, you know, bring a heart rate back down, enjoy the day, stop sweating. We found this place called Hudson Hill. Great, great breakfast spot. It was basically like a breakfast and lunch spot. Reminded me of Teddy's. It was so nice. If we, yeah, if we ever do this, we'll have to go there, because they got the, they got some, they got some good pancakes for you. I know you, I know you like your pancakes. I like, I do like my pancakes. Got to say, rest in peace to Teddy's place. Not Teddy. I don't. I don't I'm sure Teddy's okay, but Teddy's place. Yeah, Teddy's place, our breakfast spot, where it all began. Not well, not really. I, where it I don't all really began. know much began there, but yeah. Yeah, but you know. Man sadly had to close down his location. But it reminded me of that place. And we were looking at the lunch menu. We're like, uh, I don't know. They got some soups, got some salads, got some sandwiches. But then we read on the menu, breakfast served until 4. And we got there at 3.30. And we said, oh, my God. So I did this eggs creole thing where it was two poached eggs on cornbread with shrimp and grits and side of potatoes. Wow. And I ate that shit up. It was so good. It was so good. It was the exact kind of thing that I needed after eating maybe like two hours ago, eating like a small sandwich. Definitely didn't eat as much as we did on our hike. And take like I think, 10 pounds of food with you? Yeah. I think learning from our Seattle hike, I'll know never to pack that much. I don't know about never. Well, I guess it's, if you're doing like a multi-day hike, you know, then, well, yeah, then you could pack that much, but... Yeah. Well, I think I think our hike was more destined for a almost like a two day hike. I think we could have killed that food in two days. Yeah, easily, easily. Because I mean, it's basically what we did, right? We 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 had all the extra food and we just ate over the next day, day and a half. Right, right. I think you're right. That would have been that would have been perfect to go up with all that food and then come back down with no food. Yeah, I would. That would been that would been great. But. We ended up – all right, so after lunch, we walked down to the water because all these towns are along the Hudson River. It's so nice. It's so pretty. We have about 40 minutes before the uh, the train comes – or maybe 30 minutes. I don't know. We're standing in line at Moomoo's, and the line's out the door, which is really disappointing because, A, I really wanted some ice cream. But, B, I definitely did not want to miss a train because the next train would be an hour later. Oof. So we just stood. We just decided to to abort the ice cream mission and wait on the train platform. And that's where I was using the railing to really stretch my legs out. And it was painful. Like I teared up a couple of times <laughs> because I've got my legs up on the railing, like really stretching my, my quads and my calves out. Listen to uh, – oh, on my on my train ride up and my train ride back. I listened to this guy's podcast, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. I can't recommend it enough. 
In fact, the series that I'm listening to now is one that I had to pay six bucks for because it was in his sort of uh, his old catalog of archive stuff. And he just makes it so fascinating and so interesting. And he's got a great radio voice. And, he, and I think one of the best things that he does is he contextualizes history into like modern day stuff. So you always get a sense of scale or definition of these certain events because he connects it back to what's going on nowadays. Right. Anyways, take the train back. Kind of passed out immediately when, immediately when I sat down. I get off the train and I'm looking at my watch and my Fitbit and it says like 24,000 steps. And I go, well, Reza, 24,000 steps. I'm a thousand away from 25. That's a good number to hit. Got to hit 25. Never had, never hit 25,000 steps before. And if my calculations are correct, I can get to 30,000 steps because got off at Grand Central, which is 42nd Street. And None of the Green Line trains were running downtown. So the four, five, and six trains that I take weren't running downtown. I could have, you know, found. No, no, no. I don't. I don't think so. I think they're just doing construction. Okay. Because other trains were up. Gotcha. So it was actually interesting because we. I was. I was next to Bryant Park, in a sense, where we do our main extractions in the division. <laughs> yeah, that's actually where, where I got off and just decided to walk home. I can't tell you exactly how far that is. I think it's like three and a half, maybe, miles to home. So I just put my podcast on and just started walking. Because yeah. it, was, it was 42nd, and I usually walk from 22nd in Park. It was about an extra 20 blocks that I threw in. What's interesting is my phone, I had started charging. Thank God I brought my portable charger. I charged it to about 50% on the train. And then when I got off the train and started walking, 20 blocks in around my work area, my phone dies. Really? My phone went from 44% to 0%. Was the screen on while it was in your pocket or something? Like, that's an interesting I don't know, because when I tried to force reboot it, it would come up and it says 35%. Oh. And then it would die again. That's so I weird. go, I go, first of all, I am not walking another hour without doing anything, right? So I, I basically held the charger in my hand. I wrapped the white char- uh, cable around it and I basically was listening to it while I charged my phone. Yeah, I do that a lot when I'm on, uh, when I'm at least on like vacation or I'm out all day. I'll take that charger with me and I'll just hold it if I need to. Yeah, I think it's just crazy though that a phone can go from like 45% to zero. It sounds like it didn't really go to zero because if it showed 35%, I wonder if there's something wrong with the phone and it's thinking that it died because it, it, when, when phones die, they don't actually go to zero. They go to like, you know, say maybe 1% and then they kind of shut down and they don't let you turn it back on. So it could be that your phone thinks it's dead, but it's really not. Maybe. But it was just so annoying. Yeah. Anyways, I, I made my way. All the way home. I am bobbing and weaving. And I look like a crazed madman. Because I'm wearing... Similar to what I was wearing on the hike. Compression gear, shorts, and hiking boots. So my hiking boots are huge. So I look like a doofus. And I'm wearing like a black hoodie with a, with a, with a hat. And like a 
camo jacket up on the outside, and I'm just basically booking it down home. I make it home. The doorman in my building goes, what did you do today? <laughs> and I go, I went hiking. He goes, you look like you did something today. He's like, you look like it. You, yeah, you look like a you look like a crazy person. What did you look like? I mean, were you just like drenched in sweat, or? Well, I kind of had like my hat pulled all the way down. I had my hoodie pulled over, like a black hoodie. I had my uh, you've seen my camo jacket. I had yeah. that on, and it, I think it was just weird because it was thirty some degrees outside, but I was wearing shorts with like these ugly ass hiking boots. I was just a vision, man. I was great. I I walk back into the apartment. I look at my watch, and I hit 31,000 steps. Nice. Yeah, took a shower. Felt like I was going to die in the shower. Just washing all that sort of, you know, the tiredness off of me. And eating another meal. But what was crazy was my Fitbit said that I had burned 1,800 calories through exercise, which is incredible. Good bit. Yeah, now <laughs> I'm, I'm just part of a weekend warrior, which is a Fitbit activity oh, slash movement challenge, and that kind of segues into our our next topic, um, which I'll let you bring up in a second. But with the Fitbit, what's been great is you can challenge friends to step competitions. Now, there's what there's four main step competitions. There's the like the solo day one where you just try and beat your goal, whatever your goal is. Yeah, you just kind of set a goal. It could be 10,000, 15, you know, whatever. It just yeah, it could be whatever it is. And it just lets you know, like, you, even if you invite other people into it, it's not like someone gets first, second, third. It's just, can you hit your goal? Right. Then there is the weekday warrior, right? A weekend warrior. Weekend we, uh, warrior. A weekend, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. weekday hustle. Okay, weekday, work week hustle, yeah. Work week hustle. I'm looking at it now, that's why. Yeah, work week hustle is a five day Monday to Friday. You just compete with friends to see who can get the most amount of steps in five days. The weekend warrior is Saturday Sunday, same concept. Whoever gets the most amount of steps. And is there what's the last one? It's called daily showdown to see who can get the most steps in twenty four hours. Okay. So, you know, ever since I got this Fitbit, you know, I'm in these weekly competitions with you and with Elena. And with people, Lance is just out of his mind. Corey went ham this week. That Corey is one of Lena's friends from like high school and college. We we all went to college together, and he got like some seventy some thousand steps. He would have he would have uh, he would have been competing with you last week. Yeah. I think Lena says he loves to run outside. And I think with the with the warmer weather that we're getting this week, I think he was outside running a lot more. Whereas last okay. week was still a little colder for us, so uh, you know less incentive to go out then. Right. And good thing I went hiking on Saturday. It gives me a day on Sunday to recuperate because last week when I did the crazy seven and a half mile walk home, yep, that basically put me out of commission this week. Yep. You saw my numbers this week. Very pedestrian. Very pedestrian. I, took, um, I had to take the train a few times. Mine dropped off significantly as well. Yeah, but we also mentally made a note of not wanting to do pure cardio for the rest of the week. Like getting some other sessions of physical activity in. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. I lifted a couple of times this week. I did a lot less cardio. Exactly. And even like even when I go to the gym, I do try to like move my legs and do some cardio, but I couldn't run like the, what I normally do when I go to the gym. I kind of like go in there, run a couple miles, and then I do my workout. And I just couldn't do that, so I just would cut it short. Right. Now the weekend warrior, the weekend warrior, yeah, the weekend warrior that I'm currently in is with uh with this girl, and she is a step master because last week I smoked you guys but she smoked me. I beat you guys by a comfortable margin, right? By 20,000 steps. By 20,000 steps. Person, something like she that. beat me by 25,000 steps. <laughs> she and got what, like 90,000 you said? She got around 90,000. She got 30,000 in a day just wow. to beat me. Wow. So why don't I let you bring in a topic right now? All right. So the the idea is uh, what's the craziest thing that you've done for a girl? And maybe not be the craziest thing, maybe the funniest thing or the dumbest thing that you've done for a girl. Right now, for me, it's very recent. It's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. It's being in the step competition, trying <laughs> my hardest to beat her. And, I mean, it's yielding a lot of great things, right? Yeah, It's always course. good to move around. Last week, I put an additional... 38 miles on my on my legs the week before was 45 miles wow so it's just i mean i can feel it in my shins but it's it's great to just get the legs moving yeah it is outside of all the regular stuff you know all the regular workouts that we're doing it's just nice to be more active now that's why i was sort of hacking it with the steps yesterday just in terms of always being up to go do another peak, take the long way if there's like a fork on the road, just so I could build as comfortable of a lead as possible. Yeah, because you never knew if she was going to do, uh, do a 30,000-step Right, and she's in D.C. Too. this weekend with her friends. Oh, and, she's, and so she's moving a lot too. So then, she's huh? moving too, and she texted me at 10 o'clock, and she goes, what is this 32,000-step thing you're throwing <laughs> at me? And I go, I know you. I know what you're trying to pull because you're going to be doing something crazy. And last night, you know what she did? She went dancing with her friends. Oh, wow. And I wake up this morning, and my 16,000-step lead that I had disappeared into only 3,000. Wow. Jesus, dude. In one day, I'm sitting at around 32,000 steps. She's at 29,000 steps. Wow. Are you kidding me? What kind of a monster? (laughs) What kind of a monster have have I found? You got to get moving again today. You know it. I mean, I got brunch in a minute. Not in a minute, but, you know, in a minute. Yes. And I'm going to walk up. I'm going to walk up the brunch. And I'm going to walk around all day. Because Lord knows what she has in, you know, what she has in store. Yeah. And I will not lose after doing (laughs) what I did yesterday. Impossible. Unacceptable. Will not let that happen. Yeah, part of the problem with it, with these uh, challenges, because, you know, it, they're fun to do. It's fun to be in the competition and just have that motivation, especially like you had yesterday. It's like, hey, we could do another peak or we can go home. Like, no, let's do the peak. We got to get those steps. Got to get those steps. The thing is, there is, there's no differentiation between a hard, like hard earned steps. Like, were you running? Were you climbing? Were you, what were you doing? Or were you just kind of walking around? You know, were you waiting tables, you know, not to say that they're not steps earned. It's just, 
you're not, you know, when, when you're training, when you're working out, when you're doing a lot of physical activity, the Fitbit doesn't know, or it knows, it just doesn't, you know, for the work week challenges, things like that, it doesn't, doesn't care. Right. So you could bust your ass off and then other people can just kind of be walking around and, you know, it's, you know, comes out, you know, a little different at the end sometimes for you. Sure. And it's just, there was, we were both in the work week, what was it? Work week hustle? Uh, yeah. Weekday hustle, whatever it is. Um, and I told her that my legs were shot on Sunday and she goes, I don't believe you. And she still went hard this week and I got smoked. I gave up on Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. There was just no way. There was no way. And plus I'm not going to run my legs into the ground, sort of making a bad situation worse, but it was good that I got to work out other muscle groups this past week. Like it felt good again to lift for sure. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So yeah, that's kind of the dumb thing I'm doing right now. Okay. The good thing is this dumb thing yields sort of net positive results in other things. Yeah, of course. I would I wouldn't even say it was really dumb. You know, it's 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 good. It's, it's good dumb. all around. It's good all around. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're absolutely right. But I mean, normally I take the train to work. Yeah, it's something that you it's it's out of the ordinary for you. That's the thing. Right. Because taking the train to work, door-to-door is 30 minutes. What's crazy is door-to-door on the train is 30 minutes. Me walking door-to-door, 44 minutes. Yeah, that's exactly what happened with me when I was in Seattle. I would um, I would take the bus to a – like I would get downtown at least and then from there I would just walk because taking the next bus would just take just as long if not longer. And a lot of times I would run home after work and I would beat the bus back. So Yeah, yeah it's crazy. That. So that's what I'm doing. What do you? What? What's the so, dumbest thing you've done? The dumbest thing that I did. All right, I'm taking you back, Sandy, to first grade. All right, first grade. Oh Russia. Jesus! Yeah, man. So, you know how some people when they when they talk about like the opposite sex when they're younger, they they act like they're grossed out. Not me. No, I oh, had. You've been, had, you've, been you've been a one since day one. I've been. I, I would. I would say Mackin since day one, but it was. It was less than. It was not. It was definitely not Mackin. All right. I was just. Uh, admiration for this one girl, Joanna. I know I know her full name. Won't give it. Her name is wow. Joanna. Wow, you gave you gave a real first name. Real first name. Go go, go search that. Yeah, Joanna. Oh man. So so uh, I I had you a crush on this girl in first grade. Oh, kindergarten, dude. Walked in the class for day one. Day one I was in, I was in kindergarten. Maybe it wasn't you day one. In, it might, it might have been like day in, five. All right. Wow. Yeah, it was like wow. That girl. Day one, you pointed at that girl and said, I, I want that. Yeah. But I was, I was way too shy to even speak to her. You know? Okay. Wasn't, I wasn't like, it, it was just kind of admire from afar and never say anything to her. I mean, what, what am I going to do? I'm in first, I'm in kindergarten, buddy. I'm you like, can't provide for her. I'm a, <laughs> I can't provide for her and her family. <laughs> I'm five. You can't be so. like DJ Khaled. Here, take this money. Go buy your family a house. <laughs> yeah. What DJ Khaled, what kind of house am I going to get with this? All right. Like right. a shack. So, um, yeah, I, I was very, I was very caught up with this girl. And in, in the first grade, we had the way, the way our first grade works, like kindergarten, you had just one teacher, right? But in, our, in first grade, you actually had two teachers. One teacher taught like, say, English and history. And the other teacher taught like math and science, something like that. And so, Midway through the day, you would go 
to that second teacher and you would spend the rest of the day with that person. And we had the same teacher, uh, for that class or for that set for the second half of that day. And one day, um, we, you, you know, it's like, you know, art and music, re- uh, PE, all that stuff. We had a music teacher and I guess there was like a sign up for chorus. Right. Mm-hmm. And when, like there was like tryouts, I guess, or like the first day of practice, something like that. And so that time comes around. Now, I didn't sign up for chorus, right? But I'm sitting there in class and the time hits. It say it was like one o'clock, right? One o'clock hits. And it's like, oh, all the kids that wanted to do chorus who had like their permission slip signed or something like that. Like, you know, it's time for you to leave. It's, you know, or we'll say there were a, somebody like a supervisor that came in and picked everybody up and they walked down to the music hall. Right. And so, that time comes around, I see this girl get up, so I got up, walk out the class with them. I I didn't sign up for chorus, Sandy. I was not interested in singing. So I, <laughs> I love I'm how you like, say that. I wasn't interested in singing. I can't I can't sing. I get up. You I don't walk, know this. You're in kindergarten. I get up. I get up. I walked out. Go down. It's like it's packed, dude. There's like there's like 150 kids down here, and they have a setup on like these. Um, I don't know what they're called, like kind of like bleachers or whatever, like they're raised seats, kind of like benches or whatever. And mm-hmm. it kind of like goes around a, like in a uh, semicircle. It's whatever singers will stand on when they're, when they're singing. And so we're down there and they're, um, I guess I think that they had us kind of sign in or something like that because they do have us like they're, they're like doing roll call. And so, you know, I, 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 uh, I call out, I say I'm here and, we keep going. And I think that at this point there was some like, like official permission slip that had to be signed by your parents. Because when I took that home to my mom, she's like, no, you can't do this. The reason it it wasn't like she didn't want, like she wasn't going to support me doing that. The reason is because I would have had like after school practices and and stuff. And we lived like a good hour away from the school. Like we didn't, it wasn't our school district. So my mom had to drive us to school every single day. Uh, We'd pass by the Superdome actually every single day when we go to school. But so it was, it, it was a good, like, um, I'd say maybe 45 minutes from our house and there was no way that my mom was going to like, let me stay an hour after school every single day or however many times a week to do choir practice. But so I go to choir, I sit there, nowhere, don't sit anywhere near her. Of course, you know, I'm just, I, I, I'm, admiring in, from I'm, afar. I'm, I'm in love with this girl, but I would never have the, the courage to say anything to her. Um, and I just, I don't know, man, new, it was, it was, it was a new move, right? Maybe it wasn't a new move. I don't know. I was in first grade. It's hard to say. Wow. Wow. I was caught up, dude. Great song, by the way. Great <laughs> song. Oh, my God. Haven't heard that song in a minute. Yeah. Do you... Wow, that's so funny. That's really crazy. Don't lie. You've thought about you've thought about that more than once and thought, what if? What if I had the stones... <laughs> All right, so you want, all right, so. Oh, there it is. In kindergarten. (laughs) All right, so before this, in kindergarten, I had my my best friend, his name was Andy. And Andy knew that I had a crush on this girl, right? Because, you know, Andy was my boy. I told him everything. And when you left, when you would like leave school, you had to, you, or every time you left the class, you would, you would have to like, you'd buddy up, you'd have a partner and you'd have to hold that person's hand when you walk from point A to point B. So, you know, as a class, we oh, would I go to the cafeteria, you. you'd have to hold hands with the person next to you so you can get to the cafeteria, right? And the teacher would like lead the way. 
And so at the end of school, what we did was we would all line up at the door, you would hold hands, and you'd walk down to the schoolyard when you would get into the bus, so you'd meet up with your parents, and they would take you home. And so one day, Andy tells this girl, he tells Joanna, he's like, yo, Reza wants to hold your hand. So she's like, oh, okay. So we're, I'm just standing there. I'm like, I'm like sweating bullets, man. I remember how nervous I was at that time. Ooh. I'm, I'm like freaking out, dude. I'm standing sweaty there. Palm. Oh, sweaty palms all around. And so we get about halfway down the sca- the stairs. Now, mind you, we're already holding hands, right? We've been holding hands for like two minutes. We're like halfway You're down in. the stairs. You're I'm already in there and I let go. I let go because it was just too much for me, man. I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. <laughs> yeah. That's so too funny. That that was that was the closest we ever got to anything, right? Who, kn- years, who knows? Five or who six knows years what old. What could have happened? Could could have been everything. Could have been nothing. Could have been. Could have been nothing. Could have been Sunny and Cher. You don't know. I I could you imagine like looking this person up on Facebook like hey so, back in the day right when we were like five or six years old. Oh please do this. I, I would. <laughs> Please do this so I can post on the cringe pics on Reddit because this is this is a terrible idea. I I, I cannot I cannot in good conscience tell you to do this thing without letting you know that it's a dumb, it's a dumb idea. It's a dumb idea. It'll probably get you put on a list. It would not get you put on a list. It I, would. It, I think it I think could. the worst thing that happened would, would would Lena would just look at me and just facepalm. I don't even know how mad she would be. Like you reached out to someone that you had a crush on in first grade, like in, in kindergarten. Like what is wrong with you? I think it would give her more than just a facepalm. I think it would actually give her pause. <laughs> It'd give her pause, and she'd have to reevaluate some things. Is this guy the right guy? Does this guy knows what he's doing? Is this guy mentally sane? Does he have his head on straight? Who, who knows? I don't think he does. I don't think he does. You why why go back to to sweaty palm, Reza? Cause there's no more sweaty palms now. You know the palms are no longer sweaty. Yeah, but you still can't sing. <laughs> Got him. Wow. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if she could sing either, right? Yeah, Everyone that's just, fair. You know what? Roll down. That's a great. That is a great counterpoint, and I accept it. Then maybe again, not... maybe you can both be bad singers together. Yeah, I don't know. That's not. I'm not about that life. Okay. Is that is that is that wrong? Uh, well, mm, I don't know. Is it, is it hypocritical? It could be, but when are we not hypocritical? That's a good one too. So, well, yeah, that that's my that's my story. Have you ever looked her up? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't remember if she exists on Facebook. I can't remember. I mean, I can look her up right now. Look her look her up, look her up on LinkedIn. On LinkedIn, interesting. Oh, you know what's Isn't interesting? Link, do, doesn't LinkedIn tell you when when you when you look yeah, up somebody? Yeah, but you're you're committed now. You're 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 too far I, in. I have not com- I have not committed. I'm on Facebook right now. My question to you also is: Has she gotten married? You don't know. No idea. And do you think you'd be able oh, to yeah, pick she her? Is. Oh wow. She she went to Columbia University. She lived in the city with you, Sandy. You may have, you may have seen her. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna have to get more information from you later about this girl. Well, I have a, I have a a friend who went to Columbia, but I don't see them listed as mutual friends. This is this is so I I, I always find Facebook stalking or Facebook like I don't know if this, you want to call it Facebook stalking, but this is Facebook being, stalking through and through. It, all right, it's Facebook stalking, but the word stalking does it does it really count? This doesn't seem this this is not that extreme, all right? I'm just looking up somebody that I knew at some time in my life. You are looking up a girl that you had a crush on. 
when in you kindergarten. were in kindergarten, and that 20, flame you have 20, kept alive. <laughs> you, it was you 22 have, years ago. You have kept it alive, like, like the eternal flame outside uh, JFK's, you know, sort of burial ground. Yeah, Through thick well, and thin, come hell or high water, you've always had your hands cupped around this little fire. And that's why you're looking up right now. Yeah, yeah, of course, that's why. Not, that's not for the, not for the entertainment value. No. She lives in Mozambique, apparently. So you know, that nah, was never gonna work that's, out. That ship sailed. Yeah, never gonna work out. No. So, that's funny though. Do you, do you, I don't. I wonder if. I wonder if these quote-unquote crazy things that we do in the future for girls are just sort of out of that we can, you know, more easily or more readily tell ourselves that it's just because we love them. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know when the cutoff is from creepy to creepy <laughs> to cute. I guess it all depends on who you are. If it shows up, well, you, you only know when it shows up on Reddit. When someone's writing about how some, some terrible experience that they had with some dude. Yes. You're absolutely right. And you'd be like, oh, that was me. My bad. Took a little too far. I was like, my bad. That was, uh, you can put that one on me. <laughs> Are we just going to keep quoting songs? Like, that, that 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 one's Akon. You don't have to tell me that's Akon. I know it's Akon. Convict music. Convict music, all right? Not, not for you. For everybody else. Okay. The first one was Usher. Now we got Akon. Ugh. I miss Akon. He's still around, I think. Yeah? Okay, let's let's cut it here. I don't want to... I don't want to have to talk about Akon because my feelings for that man are really strong. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love that man. Okay. All right. Well, we'll go, go enjoy your brunch. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll, we'll leave it here. My name is Ressa. This is Sandy. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We'll see you next week.